It's time for Geocaching with Kids! Welcome everybody to another episode of Geocaching with Kids. Um, I'm Derek, Baker Six Clan. Also to my left is my beautiful wife known as the... Chaos Coordinator. And across from us is... Cam25474 Curtis. And... SW Dancer Nikki. Alright, so... It has been kind of still a crazy thing going on where not a lot of people are still able to go out caching. And unfortunately, who knows if how long we're going to be able to get out there with everything else going on. But this past weekend, we got to meet up with Carrot Killer and Lady Black Cat. Um, they were on a previous episode of Geocaching with Kids, but they were in our area and we got to meet up with them on the 4th of July. And Curtis, tell us what we got to do. Um, we got to go caching with them. Specifically, we went and did Adventure Labs. The Adventure Labs that we went to see um, or take part in and get the information about were both at the Lorraine Hotel, which has been dubbed or has become the National Civil Rights Museum. And it was just interesting to be able to see and find some of the information, more information about uh, the day that uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated and some of the great things that have happened and actually some of the murals and uh, great artwork that uh, is downtown in Memphis. Right. It was just really cool. And I was so happy to get you out about and walking around. This it, was like the first really big time that you've been able to go out and go caching. It was nice. Um, it was hot, wasn't it, Curtis? Yes, very, very hot very hot it was hot um it was i didn't get to go too far walking because i'm still using my cane um and it was on an incline a bit of an incline and that's a little bit difficult right, right now um but hey we got to go back to the car and cool down right yes yep we are thankful for that yep we're all thankful for air conditioning on these really hot summer days but that's not all we got to do this weekend. We got to have an interview with some special cashers that we're wanting to let you listen to right now. All right, so now we are with the Hoosier Cash Hunters. And welcome, Andrea and Deepup One. I'm so happy you guys were able to join us on Geocaching with Kids. Oh, thank you for having us. This is a good experience. Yeah, I've we've been watching a lot of your channel on YouTube. And one of the things, of course, with geocaching with kids, we love seeing people caching with the kids. And just every episode of yours, pretty much, you're out there with your kids. And that's just such an awesome family activity. And we just really appreciate that. Yeah, that is our main goal. Or one of my main goals is, like I shared on my video for the intro to the geocaching network, is I'm a teacher and I want to inspire people. And I love kids getting out in nature. And this is a great way to find your local areas that have these hidden gems that you don't know about. Right. But if you go for a geocache and you, and you arrive and you're like, I never knew that this park existed. So, yes, take your kids out. Right. And you have it's uh, you have your daughter, Deep Up One, and then you have two boys, correct? Correct. Yep. Um, I have a middle one and his name is Mighty E. Eagle. And our youngest one is Little Bear Hunter. Little Bear Hunter. And I think it was Mighty... Uh, 
EE Eagle on the video that one of the videos I was watching today, you're doing an earth cache and he goes, do you like earth caches? No, they're boring. Cause we have to read. <laughs> I just, I just, I was eating my lunch and I about spit it all out over my computer as I was watching when he said that. <laughs> Absolutely. I about cracked up too. You can see in the video because I wasn't expecting him to say that. Right. And, but that's him right now. He's learning how to read. And these are kind of the boring part because there's not a treasure to find. Right. So that day that earth caches, he loved the walk. He loved the whole thing, but the actual earth cache he was like no hands down i didn't like it yeah that, that's that's great. great i mean of course caching with kids you never know what they're going to say or the reactions or do or do yeah <laughs> i mean it's never. just i've seen curtis and nikki be running off and curtis trips and he does a face dive into mud i mean it's it's been it's you never know what's gonna happen it's it's a lot of fun so deep up one what is been your experience as, as you've been caching with your mom and your brothers fun absolutely fun is there a specific time that has stuck out in your mind that was probably really uh significant and really important that comes to mind the one in the tree the one in the tree okay so tell me a little bit about that one this is a sneak peek then because we actually haven't made this video and um aired it yet so go ahead it's okay okay, okay. um my Thousands cash was a cash in a pine tree. Oh, that wow. is awesome. So did a you have thousand? to climb a thousand? That's awesome. Did you have to climb the tree? Yes. And I loved it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so so mom, how were you feeling as she was climbing that tree? Uh I grew up in climbing trees and so she's kind of taken over this passion and we got really high pine trees in our property. And so mm-hmm. if right. I don't find her in the house, I know she's up the tree. So <laughs> or doing chores. Or so when I found that people were hiding caches up in trees and we hadn't come across one yet. So I used my local Facebook page to, with help of our other cachers, say, hey, right. mm-hmm. I need a tree climb cache for my daughter for her thousand. So it was a surprise to her until she got mm-hmm. there. Oh, wow. Well, that's that's cool. awesome. There, we have a tree climb cache down here that I've done mm-hmm. and one of my older boys has, has done. And it's 75 feet up in the tree and you cannot get to the first branch without um using ascending ropes and it's it's a it's called a vertical extreme and it is fantastic it's a fun cache um it took me over 30 minutes to get up there because it's all self-ascending and it took my son five (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a kind of because i know that that's true for me as well Well, and just that one is that one is great because you arrange with the cash owner, and he's actually an arborist, and so he comes out there and, and gets you all set up. Gets the soaps, brings out all the harnesses, everything for you to go do it. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's that cash is actually very specifically on my must do list um, or bucket go. list before I die. I've heard of it, and I've talked with the guy, um, mm-hmm. and he's like, "All right, come down next week." I was like, "Oh, that's not so easy," but <laughs> it's on my to do list. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It it was a lot of, uh, I was sore for quite a while afterwards. And I'm like, I can't, I laid down on the floor and I couldn't get back up. And I'm like, I I can't get up. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just stating a fact. (laughs) Okay. So as a teacher, I'm a history buff. I love um, finding those historical sites. What are um, maybe one or two of your top history sites that you got to take your kids to and they got to actually learn something. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hard. Um, historical sites. I don't think you were... Train station. The old train station one. 
Ooh. Oh, the geo tour that we did last summer? Oh, yeah, that. There was a um, Fayette County down in southern Indiana did a 100-year <laughs> anniversary of the county, and they did a geo tour, and it was 30 caches, and there was one inside a train depot oh, wow. um, right cool. next to the old trail track, train rail tracks. Mm. And Charlotte really liked that one. That's what cool. What did you learn about that? Is it the one that had the rock post? I think so. Okay. I don't really... I just remember the rock post, and that was really, really cool. And it was <laughs> old train station. There you go. There you go. All right, so Deep Up One, here's a great question for you. I know I love asking this question when we have the kids on and that are cashing with their parents. What it would be one of the funniest things your mom has done while she's been out cashing with you? I sort of want to say the time where she wore the wrong shoes. Oh. oh. Yeah. I, think you, I think you might have got out safe on that one, huh? <laughs> no, I ended up with poison ivy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, there could have been worse stories as well. So. It, it could have been, but it was just poison ivy. and But it was still, she found that very funny because I didn't have my cash shoes on. And I oh. did. Oh, good. Okay. So yeah. there's now cashing pants and cashing shoes. Right. Yes. <laughs> sandals are a no-go. No, oh, and I've seen cashers, cashing in sandals, and that's, I, I don't know how they can do that. Um, so that's just crazy. Yeah, that no. <laughs> I always have hikers on when I'm out caching, unless I'm doing urban, then they may be tennis shoes. But other than that, nope. <laughs> yeah. So lesson learned. You've been learning to cache and been caching. What is one thing that you would give to cashers that are starting to cache with kids? What would be a tip that you would give them? My attempt when specifically uh, with kids is to find the larger caches mm -hmm. that kids can trade treasures for or swag. Right. Um, it also it gives them a good accountability that they have to trade something. So it's not just taking, but it's giving as well. That's a good moral right. um, lesson for kids. I would start mm -hmm. there. So learn how to search for those larger caches and easy caches to find. So stick mm -hmm. with the low terrain and low difficulties. Okay. Now, do you also have any tips for if you're caching with multiple kids at a time? Yes. <laughs> if, you notice, <laughs> if you notice in my videos, um, we take turns. This is, Char this is Deep Up One's cache. This is Mighty Eagle's cache. This is Little Bear's cache. So they get this in turn mm -hmm. idea in their mind. And then when, usually when we hit a cemetery, they all get out because that's a safe place for them all to get out and wander a little bit. Right. Yeah. So, but then there's still always that bickering, but that's usually when I edit the videos and there's music playing and you can't hear what the kids are saying. <laughs> there you a go. Kid crying in the I, background. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always, you know, rainbows and Skittles. Sometimes oh, heavens no. No. It's a lot. Sometimes there's a lot of bickering and crying and Bear got to pick something that Elliot wanted and, <laughs> and it's, and then they're trading in the car later. So it doesn't, it doesn't always work out, but a lot of times right. they always come away with it that it was fun and they want to do it again. Right. Oh, good. And that kind of reminds me, and this is kind of a shameless plug for the geocaching uh, network, geocache talk network uh, store. We have a new shirt up there for called geocaching with kids on the front is our logo. And on the back there's four, there's uh, a boy, a little boy, a girl, 
and then two parents. And the little boy is running off with cash and everybody else is chasing him after the cash. <laughs> and so and I always thought, I just, I was like, okay, so on the front, we're all happy. And the logo on the back is really what happens when you're cashing with the kids. Exactly. And I, and I believe the text on there says, you can plan the outing, but you can't plan the adventure. <laughs> right. You can plan the outing, but you have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> no, no. It's, it, I mean, it's just one of those things. And it's just hilarious. I love being able to go out and just seeing what the kids say and mm -hmm. just finding all these different things and just seeing their re reaction when they see a cash for the first time. Yeah. Is there a, yeah. um, when your youngest found his first cash, do you remember what his reaction on that? His very first find all by himself without pointing it out. I just rewatched it a few weeks ago. It was last summer. So he was two and a half and we were oh, in the wow. cemetery and it was uh, introducing Mighty Eagle. That was the first video that he had picked his name. And so we were supposed to be introducing Elliot as Mighty Eagle and Sure enough, it was end up being bare, found the geocache because the coordinates were 30 feet off and it was oh, in wow. a stump and we were walking past it. And here's oh, yeah. the little bear hunter in the background goes, I found the geocache. <laughs> and we all turned around and he did. Oh, he wow. Was so excited that he found it. And my, my other son, of course, is like, no, I found it. No, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be my first geocache. <laughs> it was a little disappointing for Elliot, but it was a funny moment. Yeah, oh, yeah. and like I said, awesome. can't you can't plan those things, and that's just that's hilarious. Now, do you guys do a lot of urban caching or more out in the tule bushes type caching? It depends on the day. We live, oh, we live about thirty minutes north of Fort Wayne, which is uh, Indiana's second largest city. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that's where our, most of our green spots are located on the map right now because we don't go down there that often. Right. So I guess we do more of country, country caching, but it also depends on what we want to do. So if we want, if it's right. just her and I, and we just want to um, drive around for a couple hours, just spend mom and daughter time, we right. do a lot of power trails and park and grabs and stuff like that if we're with the whole okay. family then we're finding parks where the kids can walk or cemeteries or mm -hmm. different things like that park and grabs when it's my turn right now that my <laughs> husband and i go on date nights we're finding those really difficult caches right, right. our last date night we did it was in a parking garage down Ooh. in fort wayne and it was a difficulty five with a terrain of i think three mainly because it was seven floors of a parking garage and all you knew it was in this one corner geographical like southwest corner of the right. parking garage you had no idea what floor it was on and it was hidden in plain sight that's all we knew and so we just started at the top and worked our way down looking mm -hmm. everywhere and we did find it my husband the half-blood actually found it first <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, there it is. It's right there. The other floors didn't have that. And he was. He was spot on. Oh, wow. So, so, and you just referred to your husband as the half-blood. So he's really not a cashier. Is that correct? He's a snuggle he muggle. Does, he's a snuggle muggle. He does not have an account because he basically says, I'm cashing with your account. So right. okay. his, his job is Mighty Eagle account is logged on to his phone. So when we go out, he logs his fines. Okay. That's his job. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Excellent. That used to be my job as well, but now our kids have iPods so they can log it themselves. Sometimes. It, sometimes, sometimes it works. We did an adventure lab and it did not work through the iPod itself um, for them to log it. So, And it was just, this was right after Jess's hip surgery. So I was out with them and my mother-in-law and I was logging an adventure lab three times. No. <laughs> so it was cool. Yeah. I've had to yeah. do that a lot when we get home after we find... 30 right. some caches and all of a sudden I'm like okay now I gotta sit down and lock his and now I gotta sit down and lock his so I have a lot of thanks for the cash cut and paste answers <laughs> well and I do know there's a way that you log a whole bunch of caches at one time on GSAC because I used it for a power trail that we did and there was 79 caches and we had to log it four times because oh I was helping my mother-in-law as well <laughs> do it. Yeah. And you can, it's, I mean, on a power trail, they're not really expecting a, like a lot of, uh, text on there anyways. So mm -hmm. it was, thanks for the cash. This was such and such and said whatever. And you, it would actually, you set it up as a, um, like a list and you can upload them all at one time. Oh, so wow. that's, that, that's, a be a yeah, great way to do it. Can you think about if someone would went to out to Las Vegas and did the ET terrestrial oh, trail where you're doing a thousand caches and then having to do that multiple times? It would take you mm. months. Yeah. 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 It would. It definitely that's where the this feature in GSAC would come in handy. And I wish other cache things, cache programs, apps would be able to do that a lot easier. Because mm -hmm. um, GSAC's not always the easiest thing to work. At least it's not for me. Um but yeah, because I mean, logging for kids when you're out catching, they have their own accounts, and you're having to jump between different accounts. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of a pain. Yeah. Now, deep up, when do you have to do your own cat, your own logs? Yes. Good. Get some get some uh, uh, practice with writing sentences and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know that's what we do with Nikki and Curtis. They uh they have to read their uh, their log back to us before they can submit it and it cannot just be a T TFTC. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never had her read hers back to me. I don't do that though. No, I've never had her okay. readers or double check. So that I guess I, I trust her right. in her mm -hmm. writing. So she actually is a pretty good writer. So, and I've checked her logs, you know, if I'm logging um, the other two boys, I'll see her mm -hmm. log and I read it. So right. I like what she writes when she does write oh, it. Great. My my daughter's a good writer. My son is. It's difficult for him to figure out what to say. So <laughs> sometimes we have to help him. Yeah, I think that might be a boy thing, anyways. So <laughs> it might be. He might be left brained instead of right brained. <laughs> yeah. 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 What was probably one of the mistakes that you made when you first started caching with kids? Well, my first caching with kids when when she was about five. Okay. I'm known of geocaching since 2005 when my brother-in-law introduced it to my dad and I at a Labor Day mm -hmm. family party. And I thought, this is really cool. But like my dad, I was really frustrated with the GPS system and how to work it and get it to work. And right. so it kind of went on the back burner until we got a smartphone. Mm -hmm. And then we got her. We got her. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was older and we took her to about, I think we found maybe 10 or 20 just in our area. Mm -hmm. And I went back and read my logs on those caches just a few months ago. And I was just, oh, rolling my eyes like, oh my goodness. It's like I wrote on one of them was 
wow, there's a clear trail right to the cache. You might want to think about moving it. <laughs> <laughs> on one and i wrote several like i can't find it it must not be there <laughs> so i was the typical um newbie right of writing those logs and i never reported anything like knees maintenance or anything like that until i figured out what that was a couple summers ago when we I, I say addictively started geocaching <laughs> that's a good word for it yeah yeah I, I completely agree. And that's, that's awesome. It's, is uh, geocaching just like a fun, like your kids always want to go or are there times that they're like, no, please, we don't want to go. Yeah. There are times where I ask specifically mighty Eagle. He likes a lot of tablet games. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So he's a big, I mean, he's six and a half. So he's a big gamer. And so there's times like, Hey, you want to go geocaching with Shar and I? And, like no (laughs) okay and then there's other times i'm like we're loading up we're going geocaching we're gonna go find the world's largest egg um and that was a real fun one i saw my three and a half uh little bear hunter for weeks he was doing the the make mock-up what do you call it he was imitating Mm -hmm. me making the video like we're gonna find the world's largest egg on easter and so he's saying that into a pretend camera and it was hilarious so i really oh stuck with him that day where we saw the world's largest egg in mentone indiana so it depends on what we do but there's sometimes i just mm-hmm. don't like it or he doesn't want to get out of the car right right yeah I'd, so yep understand that completely <laughs> you have to drag him kicking and screaming sometimes yeah. like yeah. you're getting out of the car this is a cemetery you need to move your legs let's go Mm-hmm. Oh, there's times. Yeah. Yeah. I knew about geocaching when I used to drive across country. I, I wouldn't have, uh, I would have been able to get out and stretch my legs a little bit more. That would have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, absolutely. I, I, I would stop out every six hours is what I ended up stopping when I, when I'd fill up one tank and drain another. So that was basically how I was driving cross country at times. It was a good thing. You didn't know me that at that point no, in time. No, no, no. <laughs> that's a no go. <laughs> I think the same way. Cause I, I traveled from my last job that I have. I was in Texas and Massachusetts and not all the time, but there was trips. I went to one time my work sent me out to Olympic national park for a training. And then we spent more time just traveling around that peninsula. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just like, why did I not think of geocaching when we were out there? I know. So I would have, I've been to like 40 some states. Mm-hmm. I would have a geocache in most of them if I would have thought about it back then. So now right. I got three states. <laughs> <laughs> no, four. Sorry. I got one in Illinois. <laughs> Woo-hoo. I think that's how many I have in Illinois too. <laughs> one <laughs> it was a cool yeah. cache i was i was not s- expecting i was actually there on another training for work and the previous year we went a friend of mine drug one of my co-workers i said mm-hmm. we're gonna go find this geocache it's on the campus and so we went over we looked and looked and looked couldn't find it it's like oh man okay and the muggles were coming and i'm like well, let's go back we're running out of time time to find out it was actually missing he replaced it and so the next year we, we went to the same conference i said mm-hmm. hey co-worker same co-worker let's go <laughs> see if we can find that cash and we did and it was a baseball that you had to sign the baseball inside the sport drink cup oh that's cool like, wow that was really neat and i actually took a idea. little video because i wasn't 
I wasn't planning on it, but it was so cool. I'm like, hey, first cache in Illinois. I have to show you this. <laughs> That's really cool. That's awesome. That's really great. Well, how can idea. somebody, as they're listening to this, how can they find your channel? You can search for the Hoosier Cash Hunters on YouTube and it should pop up. We also have a Facebook page titled the same thing. And we also do Instagram and Twitter. But I have to admit, I am not a prolific Instagram and Twitter person. But <laughs> I try to do um, Facebook. It's more my thing. All right. Well, cool. I really thank you for being on Geocaching with Kids. It's been a lot of fun. And we will get, hopefully, sometime soon, after all this is done, travel and maybe get all our kids together and go caching. That sounds like a great idea. I would love a trip to Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And I'd love to come to... Uh, it would be great to go to Indiana. Indiana. And put another uh, state on our map. That's right. <laughs> we well, can we'd love to have you either way. <laughs> Let's do it. Yay. Yay. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Wow, that was just such a great interview with them and just getting to talk to Andrea and, and uh, Deepup One. What a great caching family. Yeah, and I really do hope that we can get together because I think we'll all have a lot of fun uh, getting the kids together to go caching. Right, and like I said, you can always uh, plan the outing, but you can't plan the adventure. And I know if we got all five kids together, it would definitely be an adventure. It kind of reminds me of those days back when we first started caching. I don't think you guys remember because you were two, Nikki, and you were about four years old, Curtis. But our other two were at home, and we went with our friends, uh, Colt Fan 2121. Right. And there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight kids. Sometimes right. we went caching, and there were 10 to 11 kids. Yeah, it was crazy. Absolutely crazy caching with kids, but it was a lot of fun some mm -hmm. great memories and that's what geocaching with kids is all about is getting out with your family and creating those memories mm -hmm. hey everybody we really enjoyed today we really want to hear from you send us an email at geocaching with kids podcast at gmail.com and just let us know uh, how we're doing and if there's any adventures that you guys have gone on and just we would love to hear those also i cannot thank the geocache talk network enough for giving us this opportunity to be able to do this podcast for you every month and we Thank Gary and Jesse for be, us letting us be able to do this. And just thank you so much. And please help the network and go and check out the store uh, for the Geocache Talk Network. And you know what? We have a shirt on there, and I talked about it a little bit in the interview. Go check it out. It's a really funny shirt. Also, if you want to become a patron, go to geocachetalk.com and check out, click on the button to become a patron. Hey, when are we getting our T-shirts? Uh, hopefully this month. I'll go ahead and put the order in. <laughs> hey, what do you think, guys? Another teacher? Yay! Yep. Very cool. All right, guys. We will catch you guys next month. Bye. Bye. Bye.